I bring you a message from the intergalactic Podcasting, get in the pod. The water is warm. It's disgustingly warm. And welcome to the Intergalactic Railroad. Welcome. Are you jacked? Today is our guest. We have ourselves. We're here now. And there's many things to discuss. We're not going to discuss those. What I want to discuss I don't like what you did with season five. I burned it. I don't like it. I hate it. Look, I'm glad you. Season five it. is canceled. Terrible. You're right. It's it's over. Season five is it. I want it back. I'm sorry, but I had to go rogue. I can't have any of that be on the record. Well, I don't need people to understand what I've been doing. Hmm. Listen, Guarana. Guarana. Have you ever drank it? It's got herbal, sounds herbal like energy drinks. Herbal energy drinks. It's like Adderall, but it's plants. It's incredible. You gotta try. It's not like that regular caffeine that you get down at the store in the coffee cup. Warana. I've been drinking it. That's what made me go rogue originally. I, I, I went off the rails. I was going too fast. I derailed. Then I was then I was on the side of the fucking tracks for months, recording season five without you. I recorded season five without you. We have. We, I recorded the antimatter season five, which combined with your season five, and now they're both gone. I hate it, folks. Folks, dear listener, don't talk to me. Apologize to the threatened and imminent collapse of season five. Season five has been canceled for being too offensive. Season five has canceled itself out. Season five has canceled being itself. Being both too offensive and too wholesome. At the same time. That's right. It was like Mr. Rogers was just sucking his own dick right in front of me. For, for 12 episodes. 12 solid episodes. And you deleted A it. sexual education episode of Mr. Rogers. Sexual education. <laughs> yes. Uh, season 5 is gone. We were canceled, but we got picked up by Amazon. So, now we're a Globe Twitter podcast. And, uh... I wasn't We're hit. My season five was chill. My season five was too offensive. And it canceled yours out by virtue of being connected to it. <laughs> well, my season five was too fucking wholesome. And nobody wanted to listen to it because That's it right. felt too good. And everybody's grumpy. Yeah. It wasn't very 2020 of you. It was all fuzz and bunnies. Yeah. Nope, it's season yeah. six time. It's time for season six. It's time for season six. I've gone rogue, Mike. Yeah. I'm I'm not the same as I was before. Why have you gone rogue? Because I'm a tanky now. Rogue? I, I don't believe in personal liberty anymore. It's, I've gone rogue. Now I'm a joiner. I'm, <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm not even a joiner. I want everyone to listen to me. I don't want to... But... But I've just accepted the fact that you shouldn't be allowed to do whatever you want. Join everything like a fucking... What are they called? The Katamari? The ultimate yes. joiner? Yes. I'm. We are all part of the same Katamari now. Welcome to the Human Instrumentality Project. You are my instrument. And I will play you like a banjo. Mm-hmm. So, hi everybody. Welcome to the Intergalactic Railroad. My name is Max, Max for short. Also known as Codename Space Cat, and uh, we got I am Shmoo. we got Shmoo, Codename Shmoo. I am Shmoo. Also known as Mike. I, I am keep Shmoo. saying it on the podcast, so it's already been revealed. And listen, I we're here to, we're here to talk to you today about the healing powers of Guarana. Decided to move to South America and start a yerba mate colony. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, delicious. Guarana. You need to. Uh, up your 
protozoan levels or something? What do they I'm call it? That's right. Yeah, you're thetans. Yeah, I got a, yeah, I've got a tons yeah. of thetans now. I am filled with alien ghosts. Incredible. Mm. So, I've been thinking. Speak. You shouldn't be allowed should to do start whatever you want. No! This is, so the reason that I became an authoritarian is because you shouldn't be allowed to do whatever you want. And I was convinced of this by two things. One, there's a leaf blower guy. He comes every day. Mm. He comes to the fucking apartment complex across from work and he blows the leaf blower for like an hour and he blows the leaves into the street. And then they, and then mm -hmm. over time, they blow back onto the, the thing. Leaves. So I, I always to imagine the leaf blower guy was, yeah, this is maybe exactly what we should talk about with the fucking, as far as authority goes. Yeah. Because I have be been commanded to, be to blow the leaves. I, yeah. I never in my life have thought that someone actually wanted the leaves blown. No, they do. They hired this. It's dude. just like this systemic homeowners association monstrosity that no one actually wants it. That's right. They're just right. fucking forced into the situation. Right. By the authority. But, well, no, not by the authority. That doesn't by mean that there the does not exist some fucking monster who actually wants to run the leaf blower. He, he doesn't and want to run the leaf blower, that, even. Having run the leaf blower and knowing it's fun, I could blow <laughs> leaves all fucking day and get paid, you know, whatever. If they're going to pay me minimum wage, I want to be running the leaf blower. I'm pretty sure this dude is an independent contractor. He has, an, he has a very large truck. He has a leaf blower. He moves really fast. He's on methamphetamine. He definitely doesn't care for mm. the, the thing that he's doing. But also, you can't just rake leaves off of gravel, so I understand you gotta do something, but what you really should do is just leave the leaves on gravel, and there's no reason to be blowing them around, because the wind already blows them into the street and back out of the street by itself. And I don't want to listen to internal combustion yeah. engines. No one should be allowed to own their own combustion engine. Not anymore. It's the 21st century. Silent. You, you should silent. make more rules. This is the first rule. The first rule, no engine. The first rule is shut the fuck up. Become silent. You can drive your Tesla. I hate you for it. You stupid doors go up like wings, but it's silent and you can drive that and that's fine. But also I think personal vehicles should be banned also. And everyone should be herded into cities and robots should do farms. But I'm getting ahead of myself. The second thing that made me turn into an authoritarian. I am pro electric bicycle. Hell yeah, electric bicycle is fine. It's very quiet. It, I don't consider that to be a personal yeah, it's a automobile. Personal. It's a vehicle, I guess, but not an automobile. Oh. Okay. You should. You, there should be no size of I am uh, anti vehicle between bicycle and train. People riding around. You have you seen these fucking unicycle looking ass things? No. It's just like a big wheel with fucking things you can stand on, sticking out the side of it, and this seems to be like it's like a like the uh, what do you call it? Like a Segway? The quote-unquote hoverboard thing. Right. It's like a Segway for teenagers. How but it turns wheel? out that it's actually a Segway for fucking neckbeards and people who wear fedoras. Yeah. Which the, of which yeah. the Venn diagram is like one butthole, perfectly round. Yeah, it is a perfectly round gaping hole. I guess it's more like a perfectly round gaping what is belly button. Like the like when you stuff walnuts in your grandpa's belly button, you get six or seven of them in there because it's just so much loose skin. You what is the second rule? The second it's not a rule, it's uh it's uh the second the second influence that has drawn me into authoritarian rule is Tiger King. You remember it? <laughs> I watched Tiger King at the beginning of I am quarantine. The Tiger King. You are ah, uh, see that's the problem. That's the problem with you. I watched it at the beginning of the uh quarantine and I've been thinking about it ever since thinking these these few words over and over you shouldn't be allowed to do that you shouldn't just be allowed to do that you can't just do anything you want because he's sick he's fucked up mm. he's, he treats he's Jackie Treehorn treats objects like women man like these yeah the tiger people run little cults that are also companies and they're with cages full of tigers and like insane volunteers or employees who Bugs and tiger juice and the general tiger electricity around the thing. You shouldn't just be allowed to do that. You should have to go do something fucking productive on this planet in the 21st century. You can't just be running a tiger cult. That's true. There's no time but for But they that. got tiger. You, you can't stop them. You shouldn't have that many tigers. They got tiger. What are you going to do about it? You I ain't got any tigers. Nobody's going to fucking join your cult because you've got no tigers. 
Honestly, my cult is just about going to tiger farms and clipping the bolts off of all the cages. Just like, see what happens. <laughs> Don't tell the tigers they're yeah. unlocked. Just see if they find out. Yeah, that's a good idea. And then leaving. Leaving so, very uh, quickly on an electric bicycle. So, and electric so the tiger bicycle King land project. Is the, is the land project. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Tiger, tiger King, King is, is a land form of land project. And all mm -hmm. fucking back to the land commune scenarios are just essentially tiger kings in waiting yeah they're just fucking mullets that haven't been grown yet so do you want to you've been i understand you were on a wholesome journey a, a, a quest for visions and you visited yeah many journey many of self-discovery you went visiting the people from the discord this this is a benefit you can get by signing up to our discord at the one thousand dollar per month level I mean, Patreon mm. is you get into the Discord after you go to the patreon.com slash I mean, Intergalactic if you pay me, I actually will come visit you. That's true. That's like 90% of the time. I'll, I'll come visit you if you want to pay me to do that. That's pretty weird. I just want to see your face because I don't. What is that? Why would you do that? <laughs> Explain yourself. <laughs> I'm just showing up at the door and be like, what the fuck yeah. were you thinking? Let me sleep on the couch. Yeah. Why? Why? Why have you done this? Patreon.com slash Intergalactic Railroad, everybody. So you, you've been to the land projects, and we need to talk today about the land project versus the space program. Why? Yeah, space program is better. The space program can pick itself up and move itself out of the way of a forest fire, which, as we have seen in the recent past, the land project cannot. <laughs> the land project just lays underneath the fire as it burns. Yeah, but more importantly, the land project is subject to the social discohesion of people being displaced by a forest fire, and then everybody starts fighting in the Tiger King. Mm. Or you get chased off by fucking people who have actually been there and don't want a bunch of fucking hippies moving in up the road from them, blah, blah, blah. You're going to fuck with the salmon and so on and so on. Yeah, so I think for context, it should be clear that we have both lived at land projects, including the same yeah. one for a while, which was way out there, like three hours from out the gas there. station drive. Out there physically and out there mentally. Temporally, like, even. It was like literally being a time bubble. Yeah. It was like the hyperbolic time it chamber. Is. Yeah. Completely. The, the passage of civilization time and the clock and the week and the year and the month just does not exist in this place we walked onto the commune i have no idea how much 55 and we walked off of the commune and it was 2012 and everyone had a smartphone. straight up nobody had a smartphone when i went up to this place and came back down and everybody had a face hugger it was crazy it was like we got rip van winkle but uh i feel like we say this a lot no point being it can't be said enough point <laughs> being the point being land projects are bad land projects are fairyland bullshit it's Absolutely. just fairyland bullshit that slowly becomes the tiger don't turn this off just because it offends you i know you're listening land projectors projectors land projectors don't turn it off we yeah, have reasons behind our projectors the land projectors versus the space programmers mullets are bad <laughs> the the land project yeah. has the party in the front and the and the uh, business in the back, and that is also bad. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, the listener is surely thinking of a series of arguments in their minds, which I would like to present to you as they are telepathically transmitted to me backward. And mm, I know what they're thinking right now is. Mm, <laughs> You're not going to space. What the fuck are you talking about? What space broke? Bitch. This is space. <laughs> it's like saying, you're not going to time. <laughs> That's right. That's and right. More importantly, outer space, just to be less of an asshole about it, outer space is coming to you as the climate collapses and the atmosphere thins and ozone layers are going away. Uh, the rapid escalation in climate weirdness is very much the deterioration of the life support systems of Earth, which we should probably do something about. Because they're keeping the but we can't. 
we can't do anything about that any more than we can actually get off of Earth. We're not going to do it. It's not happening. So fucking build yourself a fucking spacesuit because you're going to need it. <laughs> well, it's it's convenient that learning to live in space is about the same as learning to fix up the life support systems of the spaceship we're on. Right? Like they they have a synergy, and this is what Elon don't admit, and all of the fucking yeah. all of the. Uh, Space nerds think that they're going to translate their brains into machines so they won't have to worry about the ravages of space. But, like, Mars is a cold, dry, terrible place with no atmosphere and no magnetosphere. And even computers wouldn't really like to live there. So it would be good to fix up the spacesuit we have called the biosphere, right? But more importantly, since I don't think that we can do that... that it's important to remember that we're all going to get put into cans. Ah, actually, and that's a, what space programs are about. That's right. I'm a fan of this now. I want about everyone living to be healthily in a can. Yeah. Because even if it's just the same, I mean, we're gonna get canned. We're gonna be stacked on top of each other in vertical yeah. towers, seven miles high. That there's only going to be like five percent of Earth is allowed for human habitation, and the rest is going to be necessary to give back to the tigers. So if you're going to be in a can, you want to be in the stacks. You don't want to be in a lone, isolated can rusting out in the middle of nowhere. Because then you're just in your can. And you have no other, you have no networks to come and save you when your can starts leaking and your precious bodily fluids start being spilled all over the dry, dusty, arid desert that the Earth will become. <laughs> right. Yeah. Some, some of us are already living in a dry, dusty. But the advantage of that... Is Folks, if no you don't got people, you got nothing. Yeah. All you got is people, and all the people are going in the cans, whether they like it or not. The people that aren't in the cans are going to become tweakers, and then they're going to die. <laughs> and that, that's not a threat. It's not us who's going to kill you. It's not a threat. It's just the trajectory. If you don't go in the fucking can, you're going to fucking die. Or you're going to get eaten by tweakers, or you're going to eat the tweakers. Do you want to eat tweakers the rest of your life? Honestly, I don't think there's enough sauce in the world. I love sauce. I'll eat anything with sauce, but there's not in my life. And... I think I don't want to move to the fucking Tiger King zone and just hang out with tweakers and wait for the world to die while petting cats and getting my jollies, you know? And I think that's what a that's yeah. essentially what a land project is. And the difference between a land project and a space con a space program is that the project is uh is only focused inwardly upon one piece of land and which is a misunderstanding based on the propertarian system, right? It's like, oh, we can own land. Mm -hmm. Therefore, we should all go trim weed, get mm -hmm. money, put it all together, buy land with our exes and our ex's boyfriends and our ex's boyfriend's exes and our best friends who used to date our exes. We'll all live on one piece of land together that we own and nothing will be able to touch us. And it's like, no, the fucking air comes from outside the land. Everything will be able to touch you. Yeah. You will take everything that you wanted and had and put it in one spot for a tweaker to come by and steal. <laughs> yeah. Or for or for a, uh, a fire to come by and burn. For the tigers to be released upon. Possibly you will be drone bombed. Yeah. Uh, Fires are just large-scale tweakers. <laughs> That's right, because everywhere there is one, it starts making more. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The, <laughs> the methocumulus cloud of the, of the uh, forest fire. It's up all yeah. night, too. They never sleep. Mm -hmm. They don't sleep. It's true. They slow down, but they don't sleep. So what? So what is the uh, what is the alternative? What is the what is what is wait? What does it look like to go to the land project? To go to the land project? What do they desire? Hey, to go to the man. Fuck the land project. Let's talk about this. Well, I'm just program. trying to get a, I'm just trying to because everybody comparison. wants to talk about. Well, land yeah, but what, what do they say about it when they? To give me the give me the thirty second version. You want to control the land. Yeah. You know, it's like oh, the conquest of bread, buddy. That means we all have to go grow all our own food out in the country, and we can build everything ourselves and be self sufficient, and then we'll build power from there, which isn't how <laughs> it works at all. Everyone knows that's not how it works. They've never worked a day in their life, but. uh all right. Yeah, that's a, that's a succinct version. Thing. All right. So, what does the space program offer uh, that isn't just let's go grow all our own food and then die from not having a good crop? The space program offers the stacks. It offers the stacks. Stack the fucking cans. 
stack your fucking your abilities with other people's abilities and get networked so you don't have to fucking do everything. Replace the whole, your only life support system is the networks that you build. The stacks are the life support system. Other people are your self-sufficiency. Like, <laughs> it yeah. doesn't even make sense. Put your whole fucking yourself. life support system in very... You don't want everything in the same can. You want it in many cans. And you want to be able to get from one can to the next can. And it starts blowing all of your atmosphere out. As it is encapsulated, you need access to the medical can, to the fucking food can, to the shelter can, you know? Literally just fucking more and more people on the West Coast, especially are living in vehicles. Uh, and those vehicles break down. So you need fucking spare parts. You need fucking welding equipment. You need metalworking equipment because shit breaks and you need to fix it you know but also you can put things in the cans that are nice you can grow weed in fucking trailers you can grow fucking fish you can grow food or whatever honestly you don't need to grow food because we have giant monster machines doing that throughout the midwest but well the the i believe the fear is that those monster machines give you a stop the, the the fossil fuel economy from going i saw i saw a uh, pretty pretty normal looking tweet that I just like looked at like a hundred times was like we should we have to start we have to dis dismantle capitalism and start living sustainably or we're not gonna make it and I just looked at it was like how you what how what start what dismantle capitalism and start living sustainably well it's easy to we say stop doing bad stuff and start doing good stuff <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. See, Applause. If, if, you, if you eat too much, you'll be over full. But if you don't eat enough, you're still going to be hungry. But the secret is to dismantle capitalism and start living sustainably. <laughs> Thank you for coming to TEDx Goldilocks. <laughs> One person in the back just clapping uproariously. Just Their just world is completely demolished and rebuilt. Yeah. We just gotta dismantle capitalism. Finally, start living sustainably. The answer. <laughs> like, no, that's not the fucking answer. That's the question. And I no longer believe in the dismantling of capitalism. I don't think that's something you could just do. For one thing, there are 10 billion people on the planet currently being fed only through the logistical networks of capitalism and fossil fuel powered uh, agriculture. And um, that's not a good thing. It's yeah. a bad thing. Ultimately, it's destroying the topsoil. But you can't just stop it yeah. unless you offer something better that people can jump to and become a subsistence yeah. farmer on whatever shitty land you can afford is not one. That's n that's that's not Yay. a great value proposition. People would rather starve from capitalism than starve from their polycule. Mostly, not only subsistence farmer, but it, most of the fucking land projects are just doing a less efficient, shittier version of industrial agriculture. You're still using your two cycle engines. You're still driving your truck to and from town. Mm -hmm. You're still buying spare parts and main primary parts. Everything you're doing is pretty much made of fucking petrochemical fuel industry. You got to buy seeds oh. every year or clones every year because heirloom everything. And yet, and your money, your cash. And profit. yet, and yet, you say that you hate capitalism, and yet you have an iPhone. <laughs> Curious. Well, it's like you you say that you want to uh, dismantle capitalism and start living sustainably, and yet you have no plan for what that would look like. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, okay, you want to dismantle capitalism, okay. So you want people what to is capitalism? Is what that means. Tell me what it is. What first. is it? That's right. Is yeah. when you say dismantle capitalism, do you mean stop using money and go to to the barter system? Because that's that's what happens when there's a disaster that dis that dismantles all of the uh, local infrastructure and trust in like a uh, social cohesion. Is that you just get people just fucking trying to barter? And if you bar historically, if you if you read like the work of David Graeber and stuff, you can learn that. Barter has never existed before a monetary system. There was no idea of like this many chickens equals that many shoes before there was the idea of debt and currency. Yeah. Hmm? yeah. You just gotta, th like, the collective pot was what was going on because you just didn't fuck with people that you didn't want to share with. That's right. This has been a message brought to you by the 
Mr. Rogers Hugging Himself Corporation. The dum dum dum. Mr. Rogers Christmas Sexual Education Special. Remember, to love anyone else, you first have to love yourself. And to love yourself, you first have to put lube on the hand. Not always. No, I know. You're a dry jacker. Moving on. The space program has to offer a better value proposition than the land project, which is hard to offer a worse value proposition than would you like to come die with a bunch of people who used to be your friends, but... Hey, would what? you like to eat not enough? You want, you want to think that lemons are candy? Come to our commune. You'll find out. Yeah. That's not a joke. We got, so the one time we accidentally program. got 200 lemons. We're eating them like they were fruit. But it was good because we were getting scurvy that winter. So the space program. Series of cans. What does it mean? You know how the internet is a series of tubes? I believe it's not, actually. It's wires, mostly. And there's... and warehouses. Where did you go, Michael? Mike. Uh, here. I... I'm gonna look this up again. Okay. The internet is a series of... (laughs) The internet told you. I've heard this on the internet. And that's straight from the horse's mouth. Give me a second. A series of tubes is a phrase coined originally as an analogy by then United States Senator Ted Stevens to describe the internet in the context of of opposing everyone in the world. No, it's not. And one thing, yes, and I love you for that. It basically is. I think that the internet is yeah, a series are connected of tubes, right now. and it goes from can to can. It's yeah, it's a bunch of cans with strings. Uh, interiority. Yeah, strings and tubes. What's the difference between what's the difference what's the difference between a human being and a pea zombie who acts exactly? stands for philosophical, not for your exactly. A pea zombie looks exactly like a human being, has no interior experience of being alive. You can't tell if somebody's a pea zombie or not from looking at the outside of them, and you can't tell whether or not a string is actually a tube. Data. Well, okay. okay. You're trying to get really deep now. What is data? It's basically heat. What is information? Because... No. Well, it's the it's the it's the okay on a material basis. It's data is the advancement of heat in the universe, pretty much like the spreading of heat. It's not the the it's not the advancing of heat. It's dissipation of heat throughout the universe, equidistant. What is hamburger? While we're on the subject, what what do they call what do they call a data in France? Uh, maybe, (laughs) probably. So anyway. You got these strings, right? And you don't know if it's strings. <laughs> you know, in so France, you got the they call data a royale with data. <laughs> Season six. Folks, that's it. That's Get the tweet. That's join the, the space episode. program. We're done. We won the internet. This that's is the value it. proposition. Anyway, the space program. So if I join a series of two. This is, a, this is a, an audio medium, so I just want to make it clear to everybody. The video program I can see of Mike through the, through the strings in our cans is just him hunched over in the shadows in like a Unabomber hoodie. And in the background, there's just a large array of canned foods and other stored goods. And he's just sitting here just like rocking back and forth saying, you got to get in the can. And I'm totally inspired by this. It's like a Bob Ross uh, documentary. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna put a happy little cock right Bob here. Bob Ross documentary. The Bob Ross sexual education uh, this documentary. Podcast is now 18 plus. Starring <laughs> Mr. Rogers. <laughs> what? About that wholesome shit. I've got my dick hanging out. Is it though? You can't see that? Um, I mean, it's fucking Bob Ross. Audio medium. I got. It's okay. I got a dick for radio. <laughs> oh, well, that's why we don't do video. 
<laughs> the man had a dick for a radio. So the space program is a series of tubes between the cans. And the the when we talk about programming space, mm-hmm. we're talking about programming space, by the way. Also, it'd be chill to be able to leave Earth, to be able to live forever and go anywhere. You know, medicine should be free in the same way. Like, in terms of, like, making a... Uh, when you want to, when you talk about programming space, you're talking about capture and you're talking about flow, and you don't want to be captured by some sort of architecture that is designed to redirect your whole life. Basically, a giant slaughterhouse in a way that doesn't feel like step on. Which is I would like the a problem job with capitalism is essentially like what it's drives doing. you directly. It makes architecture. Grinder. Yeah. You know those fucking benches that are designed so that you can't sleep on them? That's what capitalism is. It's hostile architecture to force you into a certain way of behaving. Like, uh, there, there happened, uh, and it's not like it's, anybody it's like, wanted it. Like there it's was just, a carrot and a thing stick lying on the ground, and not out here we pointing just, like, fingers. Stumbled into it. I mean, and I'll point over some fingers. Like, oh shit! Right now, now we have to move in this direction. The carrot, go towards carrot and away from stick. Anyway, so the space program is about reprogramming space to make it survivable and turn it into some sort of life support system. And that means that not just your place, not just trying to get all your shit into the fucking land project, not just making a big pile of stuff, it means knowing where the shit is, knowing where shit comes from, and knowing where it goes, and programming it to affect the architecture of the place around you so that you can survive in a hostile climate on Earth or in the really hostile climate of outer space. And it doesn't fucking matter. To make that resiliency, you need networks of people who give a shit about each other and you need them to be of sound mind. And like, you need to feel okay. That's right. You gotta, so most you gotta of the space program with other people is who are trapped in their atomized cans. <laughs> Yeah, and the rest of it is biochemistry, pretty much, with a little bit of welding, and, a bunch yeah, of computer and programming. Pretty close to the computer programming program itself, which is going to be will eventually become um, biochemistry. For those of you anymore. that don't want to spend all your time staring into a little to a floating sphere and be like, yeah. "Listen, excuse me, floating sphere, can you please tell me what would be the best companion plants for this soil type that we have here?" And the floating sphere will calculate it, and then it would be like, be like, "Listen, bitch, you better grow carrots." Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it, so it, the more that you can make your uh, can support you and support others and connected to others who can support it, the better. This is why I'm now a fan of cities. And you know I have been for, for basically since like 2015, I jetted out of uh, wilderness commune land and was like, it's time to move to cities. As did you, and then a whole bunch of people were like, "No, no, no! We would like to burn to death with no food." Yeah. And the cities are a bad place to be, but they're considerably less bad if you think yeah. about all of the different little cans you can go through. Get hot New York style pizza slice in a can. Yeah. If there's no, if there's I've, not quality. The thing pizza, is, I've been to land projects where there were pizza. Not they were doing place. pizza in a wood oven. Yeah. All right, that's fair. No. It was that shit wasn't good pizza. I'm talking about quality pizza. That's right. I'm talking about big, fat, thin slices of pizza. You know, fucking, fucking. You, 36 inch pepperoni greasy and fucking and you gotta keep tipping it back and, and forth fucking, you know new like york type so that the, the grease doesn't pizza. spill out either end onto your pants yeah you gotta trap the grease yeah exactly <laughs> like a fucking coffee cup full of fucking grease pizza proper yeah. fucking pizza I'm just like holding my coffee cup you don't get that shit on some fucking goat fuck commune in the middle of fucking nowhere you get that that's shit. right and what do you also metro- get in a metropolitan area short distances between cans about so you don't have to drive your fucking pizza 45 minutes back to the house and it's cold by then no you want a short distance but yeah full these motherfuckers are out here paying pizza. full price for cold pizza 
and that's just what it is, man. You got to move yourself into a fucking city so you don't pay. T-shirts now available on our app store. Never play at Walmart or some shit. Best pizza I've ever fucking had. Uh, yeah, you don't want the, you don't want the like Luigi's brand. No, you want the Mario brand pizza. Mm. Yeah. Uh, also, the, I was trying to say, T-shirts now available on our app store. Never pay full price for cold pizza. Big letters. They say it in big letters. You just got to find the app store by going to uh, through a secret bookshelf at the back of the YMCA. You go to the, you find the bookshelf. You open it up. It glimmers before you. It's the app store. It looks exactly like uh, uncut gems, except that everything in there is T-shirts, and they say things that we used to say on the podcast. This is how we win. You know, like in Uncut Gems where the camera pans into the gem itself and it's like moving <laughs> through the universes inside the fucking gem and shit like that? It's like that, but it's like a gob of spit behind the fucking book in the YMCA. That's right. That's right. We're never going in time there. or space. You guys dive face first into that shit like it's station nine and three quarters or some shit. And you were and, there. Uh, and you. Yeah. That's... And we'll be there. Drinking All what? your friends will be there. And we'll be drinking horses from camp. Are you are you on some thunder it only happens when it's raining shit? Roses Because that's camp. not true. Alright. I'm not drinking guns and roses from a can though. No. That was Andrew Bird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not drinking guns. I'm drinking and then using guns is different, which, by right. the way, you shouldn't they do. Just gotta, they got to. So now they're thinking like about being in the still right here is that people get a little bit hyphy and got nothing to do. One tree to shoot at. And, then they and on the jail. other side of the tree is your neighbors. And you keep shooting your neighbors. They keep coming to bother you about it. Mm-hmm. That's right, because every piece mm-hmm. of fucking land on this goddamn planet is owned by something or other. And you're not and you allowed to shoot them. You can't just live on some land without having some neighbors and the people that live already that live on the land are either super cool and probably Indians and you should respect them and get the fuck off their land because they know what they're doing or more likely they are Al-Qaeda soon to become the Yalaban and I think we need to talk about that too the problem with the land project other people's projects yeah there's going to be like a violent theocracy ruling the Is you're all going to get America. took up by Al Qaeda and Aiden. Yeah. The fucking. Right, right. No, a bunch of tiger barons paying fields to the tiger, tiger king. king. And he'll just be there with his mustache and just like sitting there on a throne, just like passing judgment upon which half of your children you get back. Yeah. Like Keanu Reeves in the fucking Bad Batch. But like, you know, the Tiger King guy is just like constantly getting his dick sucked by two teenagers fucking telling everybody how to live and how they're supposed to live is just pretty sure this is what the White House is at like all too, times. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Driving around looking like you're fucking Mad Tiger Max King country. When you actually don't uh, have- Yeah, it shouldn't be a free country. That was a bad yeah. idea. If you're going to have a country at all or a state, everything should be Tiger under control. King. And I'm sick of it not being under control. Hmm. <laughs> under control it is under control the whole idea of a free country is just because they were like okay we're going to set up this democracy so we have the votes right now and we're just going to keep it locked in forever this is not a free country it's a fucking prison well that's the thing is it no that the thing is i fucking hate this country it's not even a fucking country uh, it's just a prison camp the carrot right there's the stick which is just the cops will shoot you if you fuck off and do whatever you want um, or just like if you look wrong in the wrong part of town, but there's also the carrot. If you're not making right, money, but there's this whole other side of it where boss, you have to also spend you're gonna money. Get gut, you're not consuming. And that's just the end of if it. You're not. If you're not paying, then you need to get the fuck out. And there's nowhere to sit. There's only the bench with the with the spikes on it for the, the like you try, so you don't lay your eggs there. And mm-hmm. but if you're not if you're not a paying customer, well, yeah. why we can we reserve the right to refuse service, and therefore, I like I drive down the I drive down the boulevard. I see all these fucking patios. I see these restaurants. People are all sitting in them, just like 
Jabberjohn? I think America did not fall far enough. It needs to fall more. There should not be, not only should there not have already not have been restaurants where you and your family go to sit and laugh and let other people bring you food that you don't know how to cook and then pay them nothing and give them a 5% tip. That shouldn't have existed before, but it definitely shouldn't exist now when like breathing on other people could kill them. And then there's these people that are required to stand there and like listen to you guys telling stories while waiting and tapping their pin on the thing to be like, are you ready? Uh, excuse me, are you ready? And, and your fucking uncle is just like, yeah, y'all remember the time I had my motorcycle and everyone's like, yeah, we remember. And he's like, yeah, but I wanna hear it again. You shouldn't be allowed to do whatever you want. You gotta, Folks. there's two There's two things that you gotta do we love from here on out. You gotta fucking dismantle capitalism and start living sustainably. <laughs> that's, that's my rules. <laughs> I mean, cybernetically, I don't think it makes any sense. Like, top-down control doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Like, just because the information isn't available, like, the, the, the decision-making process is not functional from the top down because there's all these decisions at the bottom that need to be made. But they're not going to be made correctly because that's what's missing. Like, there's no incentive to make the correct decisions. Like, even though, like, on the scale of, like, climate, nobody wants the climate to collapse, except some people. But they're the tiny fraction of the population. And... No, no, no. It's, it's much more just it's not personal. No one gives a shit if the climate collapses. We got air conditioning. No. We got nuclear power how, and air no, conditioning. Nobody First of all, gives nuclear a power shit would be a great solution collapse. to the climate collapse. If we would just use the nuclear power, we'd there, have plenty of energy for everyone to spend all their time fucking off. It'd be basically free. We wouldn't have a climate collapse. Literally, why would the fuck would anyone give a shit about any of this? When you can watch TV and fucking drink soda and right. eat chips the and then fall asleep and then wake up tomorrow and go to work again. Predictability. That's what they offer. There's no fucking reason to give a shit about any of this. But like no, that I is think, top down control. I think control the problem is not so much the top of down the TV of the as it is population. The, uh, the incentive structure around freedom. It's like you can do whatever you want as long as it's a business. And that's not a top-down control problem. That's a that's a like that's a coordination problem yeah. where a bunch of people all only know one, and they can't take the risk of jumping to a new way of coordinating because everybody, unless everybody else does. And you usually the tradition for like or the, the traditional way to to like achieve mm -hmm. a mass jump from one platform of coordination to another is to have a government that people trust enough to say that okay, if I do this, other people will do this this way and if you don't they shoot you and honestly you're talking about the classic fucking marxist shit of like you have to seize state power to fucking instant re you know there's like a whole political economy of how people live on a day-to-day -day basis and if you want to change that you literally have to seize state power mm -hmm. and that's like mm -hmm. the army the fucking police that's the, shit that actually the fire makes department it all, the post office it's the plan all of that has it's a, a fucking material power for uh, yeah. for economic systems, yeah. like a government is a platform, and it w it's not. Uh, there's no other. There's no other. Um, there's no other entity that's powerful enough to offer a better value proposition. See, I think that's different than authoritarian shit. I and I don't think that that's like a central. It doesn't have to be it like doesn't, a central. It doesn't, but it does have to be like something that can uh, coordinate group behavior, like. Yeah, the dual, which I don't think that the land. I don't think it can. The land project do the shit that we want it the to. The fucking do. dual power. Dual power. We're gonna go build like a copy of everything. Thing doesn't really work. Like nobody uses the anarchist post office because they're just not as good as the regular post office or the capitalist post office. I know because I I, I worked for the anarchist post office. We yeah. do shit, but the. But I mean, look at China. Fucking how socialist is China I mean, with the centralization? They're how definitely much doing good. They, doing? they can tell you what like, to do. I don't know. Are they? Are they, no? Dude, they said that they decided that they I were going to have a. Oh, there he goes, folks. 
The man's been cancelled. You pissed off the CIA. Uh, he was about to say something nice about China. Nobody wants that. So we kicked him off. I'm back. I got fucking decelerated, man. Oh, there he is. Yeah. You got de-escalated by the CIA for saying nice well, shit about the, commies. I don't think that they are commies necessarily in China, but I do think that they're more authoritarian, and they have drones that fly around, tell you what to do, and keep an eye on you. And that may be why they were able to do things like be like, we don't want gas buses anymore, and they just take off 30,000 buses off the road in a month and replace them with electric buses. It's because they can coordinate through the party. The party. And I love to party. I'm pretty sure China's economy is smaller than the U.S. economy. Uh, pretty sure that, like... But, but actually built on something. Their standard of living, too, like... Kind of, maybe, no. They're just in an earlier phase. No, they, of the I mean, they cycle. manufacture. Like, they build stuff. America just does finance. It just does, like, circle jerk. Yeah, and that's what China will do yeah. in a couple hundred years. Yeah. America used to build shit. So. That's just the cycle of capital, is you start off building shit, and then the financial centers eventually wind up going there, and you have a big war about it. And then you start financializing yourself, and then you start building giant modes of financialized bullshit webs that start to fucking cause the fucking collapse shit. Well, because you, you, know? you have to find other You're, people to do the manufacturing. You generate debt by building the factory, and then the debt has debt built on it, and then that debt has debt built on it, and until eventually you just have a big fucking war about it and either cancel it out like they used to do, which is why fucking people are always bringing up anti-Semitism in these conversations, because the original ploy was to put all the debt on the Jewish people and then kill them. Oof. Yeah, you're right, the scapegoat. That's Oof. where that comes from. Yeah. Except it used to be a goat, but also it's been a lot of things. Yeah. But now China owns a shitload of American debt, and makes a lot of stuff but we have all the guns yeah that and that, so and that's gonna pan out somehow <laughs> and it really doesn't matter if china's like uh communist or not you know or authoritarian or not like it's a big country and you can't control everything all the time and they're not really doing anything that different from the u.s all right. Well, well like, you know, they instead are, of having drones zipping around out here, we have old ladies with guns. No, they, well, there's that, but better. they're not doing anything different in the disciplinarian faction, maybe. But there are like, like the idea that Americans are like in China, you have a social credit score. It's like, bitch, you have a so you have a credit score. That's what it's called in America yeah, already. You have a credit. Yeah, score. they don't have them in Europe. Like literally written by the fucking FBI. The FBI takes <laughs> a part in making your credit score. That's why mine is zero. I can't. Don't they know can't if get I have you if you don't have any money. Yeah, if you don't, you probably have a. You probably also have a zero. Which the lowest you're supposed to get is like three hundred. If you've ever taken out a fucking loan for anything, you get three hundred. But mm. if you if you've been living debt free, then you get no credit. You are zero. Do you get a credit score if you're on a lease? Because I wound up on a lease last year. Yeah, nah, I don't think so. Oh. I don't think so. Okay. Maybe I don't. I don't think so. I think you get a credit score if you pay your bills late. Yeah, right, exactly. But not if you pay them. You actually have to fucking incur a debt and then pay it. Yeah. Well, I... Credit scores are stupid. That's the thing. They're, America already does live in, like, a controlled society. And that's, that's true. However, what China is doing differently than America is producing physical things and developing their environment, their human-built environment. Like, their cities are huge fucking termite mounds, and our cities are little spitty little anthills. And America never really took it seriously about developing because there was so much land to sprawl out on. But that can't happen anymore. Everybody's got it. You got to clean up your zone. You got to get to your closest city, you just or favorite city, and you have to install yourself in the stacks now. There's no. Yeah. We got to. You got to give what back. The, Cleaning give up the your land zone was projects. Part of this huh? What? Hello? What was that? Corona. Hi. Hello. Can you hear me? Welcome. Folks, you gotta clean up your zone. Clean up your you zone. You gotta get on the stacks. Clean up your zone. You gotta ride the wave. Stacks. You gotta eat just enough. We are going to get into the cities. And we are going to attach the cities to rockets. A series of tubes. And we're going to put the rockets in the tubes. And we're going to put the rockets into the internet. 
to space. And that is where we will We're live. We're gonna bust. We're giving the Earth back to tigers. We're gonna bust all over space. Oh my God, this is how we win. <laughs> Ten hours. Of, I think that's the end of the episode. <laughs> Ten hours of Adam Sandler saying, "I'm oh my God, I'm coming." Yeah. ASMR YouTube. Dot com. Mm. This is how we win. Thank you, everybody. Yep. Thanks for coming. We. Uh, it's nice having you. Drive safely. Uh, if you've been drinking, please do drive faster than that so that you get home sooner. And don't don't worry about safety. Just worry about getting home soon. And uh, this has been the Intergalactic Railroad, an actual podcast that is real and legitimate. You should visit us at twitter.com slash IGRRpod. Give us your money. Give us your dime. Give at, us your dime. Uh, Patreon.com slash Intergalactic Railroad. We have, uh, we have, I've got five on it tier. We got dime bag tier. We've got uh, the 20 sack tier. We've got the eighth tier. We've got the show up to your house and fucking. Yes. I've gone rogue. This has been brought to you by Studios.